Welcome to the Obvious Podcast. We've been doing this for a couple of weeks now. You know, this is this is the V and Obvious. This is Karen. How's everybody doing? Killing it, bro. Yeah, yeah. Getting ready for this game. Yeah, yeah. What game are we talking about? Hot We're talking about sweet the OKC Golden State Game 7. This is going to be, this is it. This is all the marbles. So. Goes into the NBA Finals to play LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers. You so. mean LeBron suck? Or the Cleveland suck? <laughs> <laughs> we clearly know Garner. <laughs> no bias, though. No bias. No, no, no. I just want to see a good basketball game as long as LeBron suck. Doesn't suck. Yeah, no, I'm excited for this game. So it's one of the few games that I've uh, all year that I've actually been super excited about. Even though my Rockets are out of the playoffs, they were never in it. I didn't know you. I didn't know you were a Rockets fan to be yeah. honest. Yeah, man. We got, we got a cat featured in this episode too. So Mala the Billy. If you uh, if you hear of uh, jingling or pounding or some weird shit, yeah, she's on top of the back of Asif's. Oh my god, this is so adorable right now. This is great. Yeah, we'll we'll post what? a picture. Somebody snap a picture. Yeah, we'll put, we'll post a picture of it in our. This will be on the website. The if website. You see this. So, uh, yeah, but then things are going well, man. We're just we're killing the game, you know. Members of our team are moving on up, rising on up, doing their thing. Ramadan's about to come. Ramadan deep on Don. Ramadan deep. Ramadan Badan. Yeah, so next week we got the we'll, we'll talk about that. Maybe that can be the feature, one of the feature uh, discussions of next week's episode. Sounds like a plan, man. Sounds like a good thing for next week. All right, um, who's up first for the shoot the shit round? Oh man, let's do uh, let's do you, Faisal, because you're always like shit. last or whatever. All right, no, okay. Yeah. He's always so what you got? I know you got a couple things to talk about. So um, yesterday, right? Right. So I've been I've been thinking about you know selling. Liquidating some of my assets. Oh, they got fireworks going on right now. Do they really? Over there, yeah. Memorial Day. Yeah, yeah. It's probably at the memorial. Over the water. That's probably cool. at the war memorial. Anyways, yeah. Oh, that, that's, makes, that's that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've been trying to sell a lot of my things. So I got um, this app called Let Go, right, on Android. I think it's like the second highest rated um, local selling app. And so this guy posted... A 50-inch Toshiba TV. Is that the one y'all got? Yeah. Your 130 issues. bucks. Within hours after he posted, I copped it. Souped it up. Hey, nice. So now we got a new 50-inch in our living room. Are you kidding what me? What was wrong with it? Nothing. It was good. It was straight, man. The dude was just letting go of it? So, yeah, hold up, hold up. You already picked it up and everything? Yeah, it's already in the living room set up. Hey. Like, why didn't we podcast? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, that's that's new. That's new, dope, man. New, New big ass screen for the living room on the low. You guys divvy that up or um, <laughs> on the low to this nationally syndicated podcast? Or is it, is it property of Faisal? Me, me and Doobie split it. Split nice. It. Yeah, okay. so, that's beautiful, um, man. Y'all are so I think sweet, I man. may pass my 27 inch onto him. Um, it's up for grabs too. If y'all want an extra monitor or screen, I have a 27 inch 1080p capable. So it's up for grabs if y'all want to. What's the refresh rate? Uh, 60, I believe. Um, but here's the thing, it's not 1080p native, it's mm. like 7, it's 1080 capable, 1080p capable, but it's okay. not native, it's mm. weird, I don't know, I got so it. Like so what does that mean? It means that the native resolution is, it, it can do um, 1080p, mm. but it's native resolution is like 768 or something like that. So you, uh, it, it doesn't normally run at 1080? Mm, yeah. It, it's, so you have, to, you have to program it that no, way? No, 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 there's a oh. setting you can, like for example, if you hook up your... 
computer to it or your Xbox and you go into the Xbox settings and tell it, hey, I want you to display 1080, the TV will do that. Gotcha. But it won't do it natively. It's going to upscale it. Gotcha. So it's going to make it look like it's 1080. It's going to do some deceptive kind of thing. Okay. Which is another thing that TV manufacturers are doing nowadays with like refresh rates. And like if you buy a Samsung, when we bought this one, right? The, the guy was talking about motion rate or something yeah, like yeah, that. Some... You know, vendors will do that kind of thing, these marketing terms to kind of trick you into thinking you're getting something you're not. They'll sell, they'll sell it to you like 240 motion picture, you know, rate or so whatever. So you think it's like a 240 refresh exactly. rate, right? It's not native. Yeah, yeah. And it's not, they're doing some kind of like proprietary technology in their in their units to to upscale it to that. But it's not natively that way. True. But some consumers, they just wouldn't know. So that's new. Um, I got uh, DC Rebirth number one. Uh, I started reading it, and you know, honestly, so like I. I, I've never really been into DC Comics, but now I'm really getting back into it. I think I'm gonna start reading Flash. Flash is, you know, if you could let me borrow Flashpoint, that would be epic because yeah, it, I got all the ties, whole trade. it all ties into Flashpoint and all of it. So like, I'm, I'm, I'm like kind of getting more invested into like the DC Universe storyline. Batman's coming out this week. Superman's coming out. Gonna get those. Um, and so beyond that, there's some new news on uh, and new news. Vi video games. So the new Xbox, which is being codenamed Xbox Scorpio. Oh. So they. Sorry. There are rumors that. So we talked last week about how Sony and Microsoft are coming out with two new consoles, right? And they're going to come out with them mid-cycle, pretty much. And I feel that this may be the way that console gaming, if it's going to continue, it's probably going to happen. I know. Because computer games are just a computer uh, console. PC gaming is, you know, getting... It's, it's expanding faster than consoles at a much faster rate. And becoming yeah. much more affordable. Yeah, and they're getting much more affordable. So here are a couple of the rumors about the new Xbox, right? So um, it's some sources say that it's supposed to be 1.5 times more faster than the PlayStation Neo. Uh, some are saying five times more faster. It's supposed to aim at like 10 teraflops versus like I think the six on the PlayStation 4 Neo. Um, and it's going to be 4K ready, and it's going to be so. There, there's speculation that Microsoft is partnering up with Oculus. So the new Xbox is going to be Oculus ready. So that's another one of the big rumors. Wow. And if that's, that's the cool. case, if that's the case, if they're going to make the new console powerful enough to support the Oculus, then mm -hmm. I may end up building a rig, a PC rig, much further down the line. I may end up getting a new Xbox console in 2017 and then just build a rig much later, like in 2018 or, you know, slower. Hmm. Um, and so that's where I'm at. So there, I don't know how it's going to work. Like, are the games going to have modes where they're going to make it so that it's going to take advantage of the new hardware, like PC games? Um, or... I don't, or they're going to make separate games for the new consoles. And either way, they're going to like split their their target, their audience, their market. They're going to split their market. And a lot of people are really upset about this. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know what to think. The other rumor is that maybe it's going to be um, a console in which you can swap out the... Uh, 
the graphics card. So you keep a, you keep the unit, and then whenever there's a new graphics card, you just swap it out for a new one. So that's another thing. Um, mm. And uh, so that's that. I guess we're going to wait in a few weeks to see what it is. But if it is, at this point, Microsoft is probably not going to make their own VR headset because it's pretty like. I guess it's safe to assume that they're going to partner with Oculus. Ocul yeah. the, the Rift comes with an Xbox controller, so there's already a partnership there. Hmm. So Microsoft is probably not going to make their own headset. They're probably going to partner with Oculus so that it supports the Oculus with the new console, or they're going to have hmm. Oculus build a VR headset specifically for the new Xbox One console. Personally, I prefer that they just work with the Oculus that's going to come out. So do you think that they're going to have some sort of exclusive partnership with Oculus so that do you think it's in Oculus's best interest to make an exclusive partnership with Microsoft on the Xbox Scorpio? Um yeah, I mean because PlayStation's already doing their own VR thing, you mm. know, that that's their only ticket really to make to into the console right. market. There's no other door for them right. if they wanted that console market. I just hope that they don't come out with a headset specifically for the one. Instead, they they come out with a new one for the VR headset. Uh, you know what I mean? True, true. Because that's essentially what the PlayStation VR headset is. It's not it's not as capable as the HTC Vive or the Oculus. It's kind of like the lowest like entry level VR headset. So, if that's the case, so they're, they they. There are rumors that they're going to be two Xbox consoles. One, a slim version, and then two, an upgraded console. Um, so, hmm. Hmm. Is I that guess... basically what they're doing? Is like, hey, this is a PlayStation 4 slim? No, 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 no. So the PlayStation 4 Neo, what they're doing is they're going to keep the same processor, right? Mm -hmm. But they're going to overclock the processor. They're going to add RAM, I think like 8 gigs uh, DDR5 or something. It's going to get a new gra uh, graphics card. Um, and I think the rest of it should be the same. It's going to be 4K capable. So the, the new PlayStation is definitely going to get new hardware. But the, the processor is going to be the same. They're just going to overclock it according to the rumors right now. And then the Xbox One is or the next Xbox whatever is going to be a com should be a completely new thing. New processor, new GPU, new know everything so so in your opinion who do you think is winning the game right now is it xbox or it's, is it it's sony? sony i think sony is winning the game right now uh, in terms of console um xbox one i mean there are not a lot of titles out there not really too many exclusive titles halo 5 didn't live up to people's expectations <laughs> did, you, did you play it i didn't did play it yet it? that's not my opinion this is just what i've heard um mm -hmm. so a lot of people have been disappointed um but and I think the PlayStation is slightly more powerful than the Xbox One um, this generation. Mm -hmm. But we'll see where it goes uh, next year. We'll see what happens. Um, what do y'all think? Are, what, are you pissed off, Asif? Because now I am. That's what I was about. Anyway, actually, I was talking to these guys about yeah. it just like maybe an hour ago. I was saying I'm a little pissed off that I already I bought the PS4 and they're already announcing a new system. Because like I was really excited. I thought it was like 
this is one of the few times that I've actually been on like the recent edge of getting something. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, I actually got something that's gonna be around for a while. And then <laughs> next thing, I, next thing you know, I hear from, uh, I hear from all y'all motherfuckers. Oh yeah, they're coming out with a new system. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. they'll do some sort of a Wonderful. trade in or something. Yeah, I feel like if you bought it, like if they said, oh yeah, like you should, I would talk to Sony and be like, yo, I bought this like X amounts, uh, X amount of months ago, like very recently. Right. Is there any way I could trade it in or like put in a pre-order request for the new one? Right. I feel like that'd be a good way to go about it. Yeah. It's especially if it ends up being the same price as what exactly. you bought. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. that's like all sorts of fuckery. Right. Right. Yeah. So then, let's hope so, man. We'll we'll, we'll hopefully. Run in which case. When people like you start doing that, they're gonna refurbish yours, and then people like me are gonna come in and buy them for super cheap. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> and I'm gonna be like, fine by me because I was gonna play Uncharted Four anyway. Right. right. <laughs> um. So that's sweet, man. So that I mean, now it's really a waiting game. We have to wait till E3 to see what's gonna be announced. Um. Other rumors, there might be a new Quake game, which I'm really excited for. Oh, really? Whoa, that yeah, would be tense. Yeah, we should. Quake. I would definitely get Quake. Yes. Yes. Some um, man. Uh, and about the new Doom game, they're saying that it's uh, very true to like Doom 1 in terms of like f- how fast paced it is and everything. And um, like based off of the, what other like Doom fans are saying, like a lot of people didn't like Doom 3. They didn't like the slow horror aspect of it. Personally, I, I loved, loved it. it. I loved it. I thought Doom 3 was great. Yeah, the flashlight was annoying a little bit, but I thought it also added to the game too, man. I, I really loved the, you know, the narrow corridors, things popping out, the lighting, the engine played with the lighting in new ways that, you know, games haven't seen before. So, like, I, I love that game. There's really not much I can complain about it. But I wouldn't mind if they came out with a new Doom Five or a new Doom version now, like that was like the Doom th- or the horror Doom game. You know what I mean? True, true, true. Like they kind of do it with Pokemon. They kind of cycle it, right? Yeah, yeah. So if they did that with Doom, shit, I wouldn't mind. So and you're talking about the PC version, right? All the games. All the games. Okay, yeah. I wasn't sure if there's like. I mean, okay. and even then, your flashlight gripe was rectified with the BFG edition. Yeah, yeah. And even then, motherfuckers was complaining about that of shit. Of course they were. Like you can't. <laughs> you can't please everyone. You can't. You yeah. really can't. True. So you said you like you haven't played the newest one. I have not played the newest one, and I probably won't for a long time, which really saddens me because you Doom. Were waiting for Doom a while. Yeah, Doom is probably my favorite FPS game of all time. Probably one of my favorite, if not my favorite game of all time. So, wow. And I've been waiting since 2005 for this new Doom game. Like 10 so years, years, 11 years. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've been waiting. I, I just want to play it right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And with the announcement of the new consoles, plus the new NVIDIA card coming out, like now it's just a really weird time for me to think about playing this game. <laughs> Because I don't know what to do, like, you know what I mean? And that's when you know that's a system seller for you. When you base your decisions off of the experience of a specific game, that's yeah. a system seller for me. Yeah, no doubt. You know? There's a reason why I want to get a PlayStation 4 to play Uncharted. I yeah. think it's, one of them. it's probably one of my top five series to have come out in the last decade. There's a reason I always get a Nintendo machine. Yeah. 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 Legend has all the Pokemon, dude. Oh, yeah. I can't live without those series. Mm. Yeah. Oh, and Metal others. All the way. I bought... Um, Minish Cap for Game Boy Advance. Ooh, Minish Cap is such a good game. Yeah, I, but I found out. What is Minish Cap? It's okay, one of the Zelda games for the Game Boy Advance. Oh, okay. The one specifically made for that game true, system. True. True. Okay. Uh, and um, it it plays fine. It's everything, but it's a bootleg. So. <laughs> oh yeah. But it's all good. Like I contacted the guy who sold it to me. I was like, man, your business is shit. 
So yeah. he refunded me. Oh, that's so, sweet. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it still plays like the official thing. Honestly, it's software. I don't give a fuck. The code is still the same. It still pl- runs on official hardware. I don't care. I yeah. got the refund. But like with hardware, I'm a little more picky. Software, give it to me use. I don't give a fuck. The code's still the same. Yeah. But like my hardware new. Like don't give me no scratches or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. So how did you figure out it was bootleg? Because like I know. You know what I mean? You can tell. It's a very good bootleg. I mean, the sticker looks very high quality. The official Nintendo logo that's on the sticker, the font is a little bit different. It's like you need a magnifying glass and an official cartridge just to tell, but it's not real. Um, Also, the official Nintendo seal is blurred. Mm. Right? You know where like on the Zelda games, it says Legend Mm. of Zelda and Legend in big words. And in the beginning, like on top of it, it says, or it says The Legend of Zelda, that in the small letters, that's all blurred. Oh, weird. So, also the green connecting thing that's on the bottom where you blow, mm-hmm. that's on the edge of the cartridge. Right? Oh. If you look at an official one, it's kind of synced in a little deeper, like maybe a millimeter or two in there. So, yeah. True. Very also, cool. the font of the Game Boy Advance logo on the cartridge itself is also different it like protrudes outwards whereas like an official cartridge it's like embossed in there or whatever so yeah so adam what do you got to talk about man uh not much <laughs> there's a lot right there um, a lot there's a lot, there's a lot hidden in that it's been a lot of a lot of overwatch going on uh overwatch is scheduled to have its competitive mode released uh either mid-June to July, mm-hmm. uh, I plan on taking part in that and kind of, uh, you know, priming my motors and stuff and flushing my engine to kind of get back into the competitive mode of gaming. I haven't played a competitive, I haven't played games competitively since Team Fortress 2. Uh, and even then it wasn't like, I didn't come in at its peak, so I'm actually very excited to see what it's going to be like to be like a contender at a game that was just released. You know, I never really got into League of Legends when it was big. It's still big, but mm. uh, what's really cool is Twitch and League of Legends have the same numbers uh, on non-tournament days already, which wow. is which is big because Street Fighter hits 35, 35K uh, streamers during peak tournament times. League of Legends, when it's not in tournament times, hits 75K viewers watching the game. When League of Legends was streaming Worlds last year, they hit over like 150k viewers. Which was unheard of, right? It's huge. Like the the viewership for League of Legends and Dota, those MOBA games that are based off of kind of RTS style games, they're big and like fighting games can never compete. So the only other game that kind of comes close is usually Counter-Strike. Counter-Strike Global Offensive hits like maybe 35, 40k... But I, you know, I would I was streaming Overwatch actually last night uh, to like two people because like only two people follow my channel. That's uh, sweet though. Yeah, yeah, and like I, you know, it's fun. I'm trying to get the hang of it. Um, so you but, were streaming? Yeah, I was streaming on Twitch. Does that is that like pretty like heavy on your system when you stream? <sighs> Nothing. No, it's easy. It's. I mean, I've done it on my laptop. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Do like, you have to have good internet to like. To have this stuff. Eh, like for the, you know, to get like a good constant bit rate, yeah, but I'm wired, so it doesn't matter really. I wouldn't stream on wireless. Okay. Uh, and you know, I the software In general is, or, in general, or you have to have a minimum speed to stream In on general. Wireless. I would just, really? I, would, I would rather be hardwired. 
Um, and you know, um, so the software I use is OBS. It's open broadcast software. It's free. It's easy to use. Uh, so yeah, I was streaming, and like when I went on Twitch to set everything up uh, last night, I saw League of Legends at seventy-seven k viewers, and I was like, oh, that's pretty good. And right next to it, Overwatch. It's been a week, and Overwatch is at seventy-five k viewers, and I was like. You did it, Blizzard. Way to go. Dang. So I'm really excited to kind of get into the competitive aspect of the game. I've really been trying to learn a lot of tips and tricks. I've been playing with a bunch of my buddies. Uh, you know, we've been talking on mics and stuff. It's been really weird uh, to kind of be back in that kind of mentality. So you're bought in, dude. You're dialed in. I'm, I'm in, you know. I'm, I'm dialed in. I really like the game. One of my favorite characters is Egyptian. Like, oh, that's sweet. So, so tell us, tell the, the listeners about what Overwatch exactly is. So. I don't know what it is. So for those of you who didn't tune in last episode, mm-hmm. you narcs, uh, <laughs> Overwatch is uh, developed by Blizzard. So the people who made... You know, Warcraft. World of Warcraft, Starcraft, uh, Heroes of the Storm. League of Legends. No, not League of Legends. No, no, no. Heroes of the Storm and uh, Hearthstone and Diablo. Oh, so those are only... Look, exactly. On my hand, I can list the amount of title. The Lost Vikings, but that was like in the 80s. It doesn't count. Uh, no, it does. They love the Lost Vikings at Blizzard. And if I want a job. Uh, <coughs> Elder Scrolls. No. Bethesda. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so... You know, they created a, an objective-based, team-oriented, first-person shooter. Overwatch. So you have teams of six, you have different classes, you know, and you try to complete objectives as a team. Sweet. So, yeah, so very simple. We'll, we'll put some screenshots from uh, Overwatch onto the website. Follow the Soggy Squad Gaming on Twitch. Oh, true. Yeah, that's true. That's a thing. So, yeah, a lot of Overwatch... Uh, today, we hit up Stories. Shout out to Stories on Forest Hill in yep. Richmond. Yup, yup. Really great comic store. Literally the definition of all I've wanted in a comic book store. I so agree. 100%. the quintessential definition. <laughs> with the what fucking if- with the fucking posters. They had lunch boxes. They had they had old school <laughs> Superman lunch boxes there with thermoses and everything. No, you know it's a real comic book. It was legit. You know it's a real comic book store and it has that musty smell <laughs> of like, like the old the old paper. It yeah. smells so good. I was like, damn, smell like my damn garage over Did here. You go I wanted to go, but I wasn't able to make it in time. He was being oh, soggy. Yeah. Have you ever been there? No. No, that's what I. That's why I'm excited. To, so hopefully we can go again sometime this, soon. The staff was really fun to interface with and stuff like that. Like we came in, they were playing paper football. Like we're, they're <laughs> like, sweet, they're like it's a Memorial Day. I can tradition. respect that. Yeah. So like it was pretty cool. Um, so tell us about what you got. Uh, so I I so I literally I saw a few Nova trades and I wanted to get back into Nova. I was literally about to drop seventy five dollars on every single issue Nova they had in there because they had everything. That's not a bad so deal. I might, I might do it later on when I get paid. I might go back and be like, listen, this stack of Novas, give them to me. Yo, Green Lantern Nova? 1 Rebirth comes out this week. I'm about to, I'll probably yeah. cop that. Superman on Wednesday. Yeah, and Batman. I got mine locked so, in already. So I'll probably, I'll probably cop those. Uh, so what I did get, I got two variant covers. I got a, I got a Nova number 18 variant, okay. which I really like. It's like... The main Nova, Sam Wilson, like, Mm -hmm. and he's standing over Richard Ryder, who's, like, on the ground. It looks really crazy. So the previous Nova, so he's on the ground. What's Nova? So Nova, he's, like, Ah, goddamn. So for me, the best way... Sorry, I'm I'm a noob to this world. These are all veterans. This is, like, the stupidest way I can put it, and everyone's probably going to cringe, but, like, Nova is, like, 
the equivalent of Marvel's like Green Lanterns, in my opinion. Like they're a space yeah. police force. Yeah. You know, they they're a huge kind of intergalactic agency, just like the Green Lanterns are. They have different ranks. Uh, their helmets are very iconic, and you know they have like starbursts on their like chests. Like that's their kind of design. Huh. They use. I mean, they tap into like the Nova Force. Like it's very. In my opinion, I draw a lot of parallels between Green Lantern and um, Nova. Nova. So it's kind of like that. But I think the Novas kind of have a cooler hierarchy. They have a cooler organizing body. The stories have been more robust than the more recent Green Lantern stories as of late. And I'm a huge Green Lantern fan. So like saying that kind of hurt. But mm-hmm. are you were, were you a Green Lantern fan before Nova fan? Before Nova, yes. I didn't get into Nova until I, I bought my first Kindle and I got Comixology and I was able nice. to download the first trade of the previous Nova story with Richard Ryder and I was like, yo, this dude's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. You know, they call him the they call him like the human rocket. Like that was like his like personality. Like Richard Ryder was like a zero to one hundred dude. Yeah. Like he was always really fiery and like talked a big game. And he reminded me of my favorite Green Lantern, who was Guy Gardner at the time. True. Still is, but he's a Red Lantern now. We can get into that later. So I bought that, and then I bought a Guardians of the Galaxy like number five variant because I couldn't find the number four variant that I want. It's it's gonna be impossible to find. Yeah. I'm really sad about it because it's like a nice. It's like Gamora meets Halo. Like, she's got a rifle and a combat knife, and she's got, like, good armor, and I'm like, damn! And it's like, um... Gamora from Mortal Kombat? Gamora from, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, bro, the um, green chick. I don't read that. I'm not a fan of um, Guardians of the Galaxy is probably my other... Gam- not... He's not a... Who's that that's from Mortal Kombat? That sounds like... Oh, that's the, um, the, the stone dude, right? Devorah. Devorah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bug lady. Yeah. Oh, the bug lady. Okay. okay, so yeah, so I picked up those things. And I the dude from Dragon Ball Z? Not Deborah. So, yeah. Not to cut you off, that's Kanye, you but West Coast Conference Finals between OKC and GSW just started. Let us know yeah. who you wanted to win. Because we already know uh, that we are split and Kevin Durant is going to be it. Look at that. No. Well, that place it's going to be Steph Curry with the shot. So that's what I did today. Isn't pretty good. Also ate a Starlight Cafe. Shout outs to them. Very was delicious. Your first time there? Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was solid. Yeah? What did you what did Starlight? You I had the I had the Portobello Philly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, this is what's yeah, up, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yo, just down the road is Lady Nolens. You got to try yeah. their chicken sandwich. I, I gotta say, in my opinion, Lady Nolens has one of the best chicken sandwiches in RVA. I have had Unless a very bad, I've opinion. had a very bad opinion and like of Lady Nolens. Maybe when you went, it was different. I went like two years ago and I hated it. So. Um, I've had it pretty recently, so okay, sure. I mean, I'm down to give it a second chance, to be honest. Um, but going back to Nova, um, I have all new, all different Avengers. I've been collecting that one, and you can read it. Nova and. Um, Miss Marvel kind of have like this cool like yeah they have a really cool that Miles is in there too yeah yeah exactly that's a really cool interaction I'm really loving that story man oh by the way um the guy who's writing Vision right now by the way which they're saying is like the best Marvel comic right now is writing Batman Batman Rebirth so so it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome that's amazing it's gonna be really good so okay my thinking my my question is for Rebirth DC Rebirth how did, what what is the breakdown? So are, are they releasing all different stories of Rebirth all at once? Like wait, meaning like mean all the first issues all at once? So 
all the different characters are, or are they releasing like Batman on Monday and then, no. so, um, you know, com- Green Lantern on Tuesday and then no. on, et cetera. So comics come out on Wednesdays every week and each title has a different schedule. Some come out every month, some come out every two weeks and there are even books that come out every week. Um, I think most DC books are monthly books. Okay. Um, so this month, this week, Superman's coming out, Batman, um, and a couple of others. Uh, Supergirl came out um, already. Uh, but no, they don't... They have a set schedule, to answer your question. Okay, okay, that's what I was wondering. Because uh, let's say I want to go back to stories at some point this week, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know how it's going to happen because it's going to be really tight. You can do it on Wednesday because they're open till 7 on Wednesdays. Yeah, I'm trying to get that new green light. Yeah, so, and I mean, you can just go on Saturday. But, I mean, like, it'll be a little dude, late. But... Yo, you got to call them in and tell them to reserve because, like, this is going to be a huge week for comics, man. I have, like, I literally, I was just showing Faisal, I have the slip where I'm going to make my box at yeah. stories. I'm, I'm gonna do it. I don't think I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hop in and share with you. Especially because, like, especially because, like, if I end up living on the south side, yeah. stories is down the street from me. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm okay with that. What did you get today? All right. So, I got, like I did last time when the 52 came out, I got the 1 in 100 Action Comics Superman variant cover that now is worth, like, a decent amount of money. I bought it for $50 at Velocity. Today, I picked up the 1 in 100 Rebirth for the DC Universe. I bought the variant cover of that, and I bought that for about $90 today. That was one issue. I started reading that one last night, and I got... Can I borrow it? Because I'm not trying to open this. I'm not going to open it. And she was... I was like, can you... Like, will you give me one? Can I just buy one for three bucks? Okay, but they didn't have it. They were sold out. The one I bought was the only one they had. In the and that's what I'm shop. saying. Awesome. Like, you trying to go? We got to go Wednesday, dude. Or you got to go tomorrow. Like, if you have time. Mm-hmm. But they close at 6. That's what I'm saying. I, I can do tomorrow, but, like, mm-hmm. you guys trying to go the to? new books. New book, well, I mean, okay. I already got my subscription at Velocity. So, like, and besides, it's a walking disc. It's two blocks from me, and that's where I go. You know yeah. what I mean? So, but y'all can go. But you, so does that mean like you wouldn't be open to go into like? I mean, yeah, stores? I'll vote with you for sure. Oh, okay. Sure. Right, but right. like, you know, if the timing's right. But then again, right. this week is also kind of crazy for me. So yeah, I'm true, gonna, true, I'm true. Gonna, like you know, I'm gonna get my books. I'm gonna do my thing. Mm-hmm. You know, if I can join, then I will. But true. Otherwise, y'all can just go. <clears throat> yeah. Are you gonna? Or do you plan to get the Superman variant as well? Absolutely. Word up. So what variant? Not a shadow of a doubt. I'm gonna get that shit. Cool, cool. So what variant did you get? Why was it so expensive? It's because they didn't have anything left. They just <laughs> no, 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 no. So like you didn't understand what I said. Yeah, that's why. That's why. Uh, that's why. So <clears throat> for every 100 regular issues that they print, yeah, there's only one of the one I bought. Okay. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that does. That's why it's so rare. Okay. Because like there's like a, there there's a decent amount of them out there. But now look at look at it like this, like the what's it called the the variant cover for the action comic Superman thing that I bought. I bought like that was a couple of years ago. That was at least five years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Um, not five years. About maybe like 2013, maybe three. Yeah. Three, three. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's closer to three, three and a half. But um, in that time, that comic book has gone up in value, like yeah. it's it's quadrupled. Hmm. At the very least, at like the lowest deal. Wow. Yeah, the and it's just the way it's just the way it, they they release comic books. It's up to them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the value goes up, man. The hard part is selling it. 
I mean, that's fine. I mean, I don't plan on selling them. Like, if I buy, yeah. I don't plan on selling that Superman comic book ever. Okay. Like, you'd have to offer me a lot of money. Yeah, cool, cool. I that's don't plan good. on selling it. That's it's good. like, for me, it's like a, it's like a nice, like a record. Yeah. Like, if I bought, if I bought fresh vinyl of, of an artist that I really appreciate and I really like, like, we went to uh, the Barnes and Noble in, um, in, where is it? The Chesterfield Mall or whatever? Oh, yeah, Chesterfield Town Center. Chesterfield, yeah, we went there. Because uh, Asa was trying to cop a phone from somebody on Craigslist. No, an iPad. iPad, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, yeah the guy never showed. And the guy was a fuck, fuck boy. Yeah. Did you, um, did, you, did you tell him like he was that? I was going to, but kind of told me. No, I was like, nah, you'd be the bigger man, yeah. Yeah, yeah be the bigger man. It's okay. Yeah. Um, you disrespect me? Do you know who I work for? Do you know who I am? But when we did it, when, when, when we went there, I saw the chronic on vinyl oh shit yeah i mean like the thing is it's mass produced at this point like you can get it pretty much anywhere but to me that like the chronic album by dr dre if i were to get that on vinyl i would never sell it yeah yeah. it's just like it's it's a legendary piece of hip-hop in one of its purest forms like i don't understand why you would try to get rid of it you know what I mean? Yeah, we got so it's just it's also like you know how much value you know humans in, in, at their base are very good at uh, symbolic things. We're good at symbolizing anything <laughs> and putting sentimental value behind it. And so yeah. because of that, you know, like I, yeah. I, it's you know, it's all about how much sentiment you put behind right. something that right. you want. Absolutely. And you know, it's people like you that hold on to things like that and won't let it go for higher values. It's it's like that that like really appreciates the value. Um, of the item, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, who was that guy who spent, like, uh, um, I don't know how much on that Wu-Tang album? Oh, the, he, it was the pharmacy. Yeah, Martin, Martin Scurelli. Scurelli. Oh, really? He's, he's yeah, like yeah. the pharmacy farmer, farmer bro? Yeah, the farmer bro. He bought, I don't know what it was, like, he bought, like, unreleased secret Wu-Tang album for, like, I don't know how much, like, Two million or some shit. A little. It was way more than that. Way, yeah. From Wu Tang themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yo, if I had that much money and I knew something like that, hell yeah, I would drop it. I'd be like, yo, look, here it is. Give me. And it's that look, and it's that kind of that like the fact that he dropped it now makes Wu Tang so much more valuable. You know what I mean? When people drop that kind of money at auction or wherever, it is it is those people that officially appreciate the value of that item. You know what I mean? Mm. But that's also, again, that's a talk for another thing. Like, I forwarded y'all earlier in the week, like, an article about some guy leaving a pair of glasses on the floor. Oh, in the art museum, yeah. Yeah, people were thought it was, like, some kind of, like, artistic thing, and people were taking pictures That's some shit we would do, too. You know what I mean? As a prank. (laughs) As a prank. Someone just left a pair of glasses on the floor in an art gallery. People were walking around it, taking pictures, and thought it was a serious, like, piece of art. You know what I mean? It's, like, it's funny. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah. So what's up with you, Asif, man? What's going on? Well, what's first things first. Uh, okay. I want to wish uh, I want to wish our uh, families of veterans and uh, our fallen heroes a uh, happy Memorial Day. Obviously, we take this day seriously and uh, want to recognize those folks that um, paid the sacrifice for uh, you know the freedoms that we enjoy today. So I would like to. To give a shout out to those families and and um, hopefully they're they're doing well today. Uh, but other than that, man, things are going well. Let's see. Uh, I'm still learning about this entire comic universe thing. I want to get more into it, but like I said, I, I need guidance and <laughs> I need guidance 
on uh, kind of what's been going on uh, in in terms of things being released and what when you, what what I should get, what I shouldn't get. So that's really interesting to me. Um, this past weekend, I was in Northern Virginia and I was helping paint my brother's bathroom. Um, <laughs> is that a euphemism for something? No, no, we actually were painting. Man, I, I hit you up this weekend, like, yo, what's good? Because yeah. I, I really needed to talk to you. He was up there painting something. Yeah, bad. dude. Also <laughs> texting me, I was like, yo, I'm painting my brother's bathroom. <laughs> Sorry, man. And so, uh, believe it or not, the bathroom—it was an experience. The bathroom was. So when they moved into that oh, their townhouse in Ashburn, uh, the bathroom was red. It was dark red with Chinese <laughs> lettering in black. Oh that's God. awesome. Cool. Yeah, that's that cool. something that cool. cool. Did you take before and after pictures? Um, I didn't, but my brother has them. I asked him if, if he had the pictures because I th- told him thought about it. Like, shit, I'm so dude, fucking that, for that, reason. Yeah. that sounds like some Zen shit. It, 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 it was pretty cool, but they, they hated it. Oh man! And so we like. By the way. Painting over anything that's red is like a pain. It's a hard thing. It's the worst yeah. thing to do, and so we had to we had to basically we had to basically put um, two layers of primer down, which primer is the most difficult thing to work with at like ever because every time you put a stroke down it and you try to go over it with another stroke, it like comes it off. It comes off, yeah. And so it's like the hardest thing to work with, but you have to put it down on dark colors so that way the the next paint color that you put on it sticks. sticks better. And so we did that, and uh, so overall, like it took us like six or seven hours to do the bathroom because of like how many colored covers and like uh, you know doing all the prep work of putting the tape on the on the sides and stuff like that. But I mean, it looks great. We did it a basically a, a blue, not a blue, but it's like a bluish gray um, color, which is, is pretty dope. It looks really nice. So I think we did. we've like had experience painting shit and stuff in our in our house, so we're we're used to it. Um, yeah. It should be. The cat's on the desk. Um, That's a euphemism. <laughs> the cat's on the desk. Um, but so other than that, let's see. Um, things are going well. Just we're watching the game. We're killing uh, OKC. Don't say right we now. like all of us are going for OKC. Oh yeah, my my fault. We we've got one Adam is uh, rooting for Clay Thompson. That can, <laughs> he apparently can't even shoot a free throw. So <laughs> we've got <laughs> one trader in the room. See, okay, OKC is winning right now. That's why I'm being soggy. <laughs> yeah, watch. As soon as like, as soon as the the tide turns, right? He's gonna be like, "You told you, bro, lay that shit." Steph Curry for the win. He's gonna Chef be on his Curry knees and grab. He's gonna be on his knees grabbing Steph Curry's ball. So <laughs> Chef Curry with the yeah, shot, boy. Right. Um, but everything else is good, man. I'm just not, not too much for making. I was gonna say low, low, pretty low key week. Um, didn't really do too much. Uh, worked a lot, but other than that, things are good. Man. They live in life. Yeah, yeah. Um, are you looking forward to like? Like the new X Men movie or any movies? Dude, did the trailer Actually, come out yet? Yeah, so no, the movie's, movie's out. out. The oh, the movie's, movie's out. out. Yeah. Yo, so what are we doing Friday? That, that's what I was gonna say. Like, I thought we were gonna well, go. We were like, gonna my, go see. I I told y'all like my weekend's gonna be kind of packed. We're gonna meet each other Saturday, right? So. We should go on Tuesday because there's a there's it's cheap on Tuesdays. Maybe ne- maybe next Tuesday, not tomorrow for me. Um, this gonna be a busy week because Arlene's gonna be going to. Uh, to um, Berlin. Oh shit! She, she leaves on Thursday. For what? Uh, yeah, she's for like to, like meeting up her family. Oh true. Okay. So um, she'll be back on June twelfth, something like that. So 
Yeah, man. No, but I, X, so I don't. My thing is, they keep making X Men movies. They, like, <laughs> yeah. like I, I don't like. I'm just trying to figure out like where the hell does this even fit into the story? Is there a story anymore? <laughs> like, so, shit just so like, like the Marvel film universe is like different than like what goes on in the comics, and like it heavily takes inspiration from stuff in the comics. Like Civil War, for example, was an event that happened in comics that they took from the film, mm-hmm. but like. The, the, I treat the two as separate mediums for the most part. I think everybody really should. Yeah, I agree. I feel the same way about like uh, the DC Universe movies. Like, Chris... Chris yeah, Christopher Nolan's... Yeah. I had a brain fart for a second. Um, Christopher Nolan's like take on the three Batman movies, his trilogy, are fantastic. They're, they're absolutely great. Yeah. But then like... <clears throat> If you look at it, like Man of Steel, I don't really agree with some of the origin story on like how they came up with Superman, how they have the little the little metal thing that goes into the like it's 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 a lot of stuff that I'm like this is not how Superman was made. This is not how he should have been made. This shit doesn't fucking make sense. But Christopher Nolan is a genius in that. Absolutely. But Zack Snyder is not. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Like, Zack Snyder, bruh, 300 was fucking amazing yeah. at the time. Yeah. When you made 300, it was a bomb-ass movie. And it has good value. And it's just like, yeah, Russell Westbrook. Okay, see, baby. Um, it's just like, you try to make everything dark and gritty when that really isn't the case. Like, Superman isn't like a dark and gritty type of dude. Like, he's pretty, like jovial yeah he's like yeah, for sure. if you, my thing is i don't understand why dc doesn't use their animated writers like their animated movies are so great yes yeah, yeah. they're i think i think dc's animated movies are way better than even like marvel's stuff mm-hmm. like you can't fuck with their animation teams and, and their animation game i feel like they should take those writers and be like can you please help us on the big screen right 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 because if they did it i guarantee you they would do better than marvel i guarantee you it would definitely be funnier i'm also i'm also a little biased so do you think christopher nolan's retired from making making movies like that um because no did he he just come out with a movie you mean in general or like no i meant like uh, movies superhero movies movies. because his batman series was one of the best (laughs) renditions of i think that character and uh, I think the fact that he made it super meta, he made it more, he made it, like, you know, a, a lot of the times when you're watching superhero movies, it's very superficial, right? To, to, in the movies, not like the characters in general, right? But I think what Christopher Nolan did was that he put, like, multiple layers, and he, like, helped you uncover those layers um, through selection of, selection of the cast, or maybe how he distributed the story, or whether he spa- the way he spaced out the story. Right. And so I think like and the selection of villains because he could have totally selected somebody else to be a villain, mm-hmm. but he chose Joker because he knew he could cast the right person and that person would it, the story that they would tell would completely change the way we look at right Batman series. And that's forever. true. And that's the thing. Like I feel like like I don't know who I, I don't know who's directing Suicide Squad. How do you feel about the Suicide Joker versus the uh, Heath Ledger Joker? Fucking, uh, what's his name? Who's the guy? Jared Leto. Jared Leto's a cocksucker. <laughs> I've heard some crazy stuff. I've heard some, I've read some like, crazy not, stuff. Like, not in a bad way, because you know, you suck cock if you want to. But he like, a bunch of he's pretty soggy about shit for no reason. Like, he he's a he's, method actor. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be like the next like Heath Ledger and all this shit. Like, bro, look, chill. But his approach to Joker is different than the way Heath Ledger did it, though. Mm-hmm. Based off my opinion. Kinda, yeah. Not kind of, like 100%. He's is like, it really? Yeah, it's different. Yeah. I don't it's a different like Joker. Joker. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I've heard 
I've heard good things about it. I don't know what to think, but I've heard good things about it. I just don't like Jared Leto as an actor. I think I think, me- I think I think method acting is a type of acting that really doesn't you don't take any talent from it. Anyone? Wait. So anyone? What's, what's method acting? Method acting is like one hundred percent like devoting yourself to the role. Like like Jack Sparrow, like uh, John, uh what's his name? What's like his name? where your life becomes where your life becomes a training for the yeah, actor. Exactly. Yeah. Gotcha. So like I feel like a good actor, like the definition of an actor is to be able to turn it on and turn it off, not to be able to be like I have to condition myself and. Be I mean, like, to be fair, to the nth degree, to the to to where it becomes like. Annoying and abnormal. Like, I mean, like Jared Little over here email like mailing used condoms to his co-stars. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty yeah, fucked that's up. That's what I'm saying. Like, 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 shut the hell up. You're not edgy. You're just a doofus. Like, yeah, you're like kind of a dumbass. Like, you don't need to do that, you know? I have like, not heard of that at all. Maybe. You've never... Is it, is it like him being in character or it's just yeah, being it's, it's like him being like, hee hee hee, I'm a joker. I'm a joker. <laughs> so I'm going to email, like, send you a used condom because that's a great idea. Like, what the fuck? Why are you doing that shit? Right, right. Like, here you go, well, Will Smith. I mean, Happy birthday. I think, <laughs> I think that's sort of the kind of comedy that he's going to bring in the movie in Suicide Squad. And I think, that, and I think, I think you're if, buying into the gimmick. And I think if he's talented, he should be able to do that without, like, emailing like, like, Let me send you a used condom. Let me see how you like it. But okay, <laughs> but he has some huge shoes to fill after Heath Ledger, though, and that's what he did. He should, I don't think he should treat it that way. I think he should understand that Suicide Squad is a radically no, different but, movie than the than the Nolan trilogy. That's true. No, but knowing comic and like, fans, they're going to compare him to the last one. So of that's course, just how of it's course. But be. they should also have like again contextual awareness. Yeah, that it's a, a radically different movie. Even the tone is different from like like Suicide Squad's tone from the trailer was completely different than Nolan's like trilogy. And people should understand that. Like, they're going for a different thing. And they know that. And they know that there's going to be a different, um, you know, like a different actor. They know it's going to be, like, a different movie. So, like, why the hell would you... Yo, Adam just had like Adam just like had a stroke. <laughs> I died. I died. In, I died in another universe. He I, died. I died in another universe. Oh my god! He died just step her if, 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 if I could, if I could show you a picture of his face, <laughs> he just like had a something. <laughs> There's not even a medical word for it. I know, dude. But like, you know, you should have the common sense that you understand it's a different. It's possessed movie. by Gind. It's a Yo, different. Gind it strikes again. <laughs> Yo, what up to Gind? Gind is like, no, Gind I want to like again. this movie. Yeah. Like, no, you should, you know, have the decorum to understand that, like, it's gonna be a radically different movie. And yes, like, it's already been established that like Heath Ledger is like the greatest Joker on film of all time. Like, great, we get that. That doesn't need. Comparison. But that's like your opinion, man. Is it? I mean, that's like a lot of people's opinion. It's not like who's gonna vote for it to be the best. Like that's what they said about Jack Nicholson. That's didn't what get, I'm saying. Did he get like Every a posthumous time. award for it? Who knows? Did he? There is no. Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. He did. Yeah, did he really? So like, yeah. I mean, again, there's well, no real objective way. But like, but then again, <laughs> it could be just because of the fact that he died. And that's what I'm saying. Like, he just be. happened to be. die afterwards. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. But I see what you're saying. I think he deserved it. He did a phenomenal No, he did. I'm not, think, I'm not discrediting I think, I think honestly, Jared Leto, like, here's what I will say in his role towards you. I think he's really trying to take a lighter-hearted approach to it, which is good given, like, how many people say there's, like, bad juju in the role. Like, everybody, everybody knows or, like, you know, there's documentation that uh, for inspiration on Joker, Heath Ledger talked to Jack Nicholson. 
And he was like, you know, uh, do you have any, you know, advice? Yeah, yeah, he was like, he changed him or whatever. And, cause he, and he asked Jack Nicholson, you, you know, do you have any advice for playing this role? Jack Nicholson literally on record turned to Heath Ledger and it was literally like, good luck. Like, that's it. Like, he's like, it's, it's you know, you're not going to be the same afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like, like on record. So I think, I mean, it's pretty free to but that's, talk about that's, that's, yeah. to, that, that's to, that that end, to that end, I respect what Leto's doing, even if I don't think he's going to be a good one. But and, that, and 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 that's what I'm saying. Like he got it from another method actor. Like I would say that Jack Nicholson is a pretty big method actor. Oh considering, yeah, absolutely. And so like I don't understand. Like he's probably one of the greatest actors of our time. And and you're gonna say method acting is bad when like did you see him preparing for The Shining? Have you seen that shit? That shit is crazy. Shining is ridiculous. Yeah, so it's just I mean, like <laughs> I don't. I think and I think like Jack Nicholson comes from like that breed of older actors where like. You know, he was kind of schooled on method acting to the point where it wasn't just a gimmick. But I feel like a lot of people come from the idea of you must become the character. And I, th- and I think... And, you- and, that, and that happens by method acting. Like, you can't just be like, I'm going to walk on this Broadway stage and, like, turn on this character that I'm going to be. Like, Samuel L. Jackson, when he went on to Broadway, like, it was completely different for him. And that's coming, and that was him like coming from a Hollywood background. And I mean, if somebody is, I don't think if somebody has been in Broadway for a long time, right? Like that, it's not going to take some sort of preparation for them when they go into Hollywood or vice versa. But I'm saying that, in my opinion, like I think method acting and method acting and the type of like films that like you would need to, you know, be a method actor for, method actor for are are becoming few and far between. Okay. Yeah, I can understand that. And the thing is with uh, with acting in general is that there's a lot of also lifestyle changes that happen when you're an actor. Yeah. Like, you know, that, that, well, weight, no matter yeah, like no matter what, that's gonna get carried yeah. into your life. And that's that's true. Like look yeah, at so, uh, like the biggest uh, one of the biggest examples like Pain and Gain. Like, oh yeah. Mark yeah, Wahlberg yeah, got oh jacked God. up for that movie. The Rock basically took steroids or like that, allegedly. I ain't gonna say what he did. did <laughs> I don't know what he did. I don't know. I don't know. I don't you know the man's there. life. I yeah. wasn't there exactly, so I can't say. But like that's like one of the biggest like movies I can say like you transformed yourself for the role and like look at Castaway Tom Hardy Ka- yeah Tom Hardy I was gonna say Castaway with Tom Hanks yeah mm-hmm. if you yeah. ever by the way one of the greatest actors, actors of all time, time. I don't, but I don't think that's like, why one of my like, favorite actors shout out Tom Hanks I love you yeah bro but again like I, I met you I don't you think know, you know I don't think like Tom Hanks was talking to a volleyball while he was losing all that weight is what I'm saying you know like you, do you know that I don't but I'm saying I don't <laughs> think that's what happened Adam was a fly on the wall in Tom Hanks' apartment. Okay, it's true. He saw it. Be cool, about, be cool about it. My bad, my bad. Be cool Sorry. about it. Shout out to him. I love you. But yeah, like I'm, I don't know. I think I think method acting is becoming less and less of a viable thing nowadays, it's, especially with like this like a huge influx of newer actors who don't do that. Mm. So what do you think? A lot of so, I, and you know, while we're on the subject of acting, there's a lot of actors that are starting to come in from less like glamorous roles. Maybe, yeah, and, and, and starting and to do their own show. thing, right? Yeah, basically doing their own thing or being incorporated into like, uh, and I, this could just be me being more cognizant of things like this happening. It could have just been like this all the time, right? But essentially, uh, I'm just thinking about like one example is The Rock. Not like he grew up at, at like through this one world, right? And then he came into a completely different world. Yeah. You know? And it's just like, I think that transition is really interesting. All right. I got you. I got you. I got you. No, I, I, don't, I don't mean that in a bad way. I think that's just, I just want us to talk about it. No, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. You know? Because I love did The Rock. You, did you see Dwayne Johnson, the love you. Ballers coming out that soon. That movie sucked. Did you see it though? Yeah, it sucked. 
Okay. Which like, movie? The movie Doom. Doom with The Rock. Um, that movie was some garbage. Some hot saw, uh, ass. The Mummy? Oh, I like The Mummy. I like all The Mummies. Yeah. I, but I'm a sucker for Brendan Fraser, though. I think it was more Brendan Fraser. I miss like that. Yeah. I, I like Brendan Fraser. I, like fucking Joy yeah. of the Jungle. I go in on that shit. Talk, yeah. talk about people who kind of just like fell off. Yeah, like, dude. True, man. I miss Like Brendan Fraser was like a pretty big actor in our childhood, I would say. He was. He was huge. Yeah. He was hugely popular. But yeah. I loved him in The Mummy, man. I, I like, I'm a sucker for ancient Egypt. And then he came for And then he came into like Scrubs. And then he came with the scrubs, and yeah, I was like, oh, that's dude. my dude. And then he disappeared again. And then he and got then, cancer and died. Um, spoilers. Yeah. For a show that's been out for like 10 years. Yeah. Um, One of the greatest shows. Shout but, out to yeah. but since, you know, you, you, you bring up a, Shout you, bro- you broached a good subject on, Turk, you know, of people coming into acting. Oh, I found a feather. Um, people coming into acting from different genres, different backgrounds and all that stuff. Like, I think it's, the I think... The Rock coming from professional wrestling, and that's what I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call it fucking sports entertainment. Mm-hmm. Eat a dick. Um, <laughs> no one even said it. It's called. It's called. It's called pro wrestling, and <laughs> deal with it. Like, there's a lot of bravado. There's a lot of theatrics in professional wrestling that have to do with, you know, acting, and have to do with you know conveying emotion and you know captivating an audience. I think. I think that pro wrestling is not like the big screen, but it's like a weird fusion of like Broadway in that you're looking at a stage production. You're looking at a staged production also. Mm-hmm. Like you're looking at the theatrics of two people in the ring. Let's go back real quick. Real quick. So, oh, I ain't gonna watch this shit. Anyway, um, you're looking at two people coming into the ring having a a dance it's a dance of you know good versus bad usually and you and you try to discern who wins and and it's something that you have to convey like we can watch wrestling matches on end at nauseum which i'll never get tired of it i'll never get sick of it but that you'll be like oh my god like from the first like hold to the last like pinfall you'll be like oh man i can't believe like i was so invested in that storyline right and it's and I think the rock coming from that it was really easy for him to transition. Like actually, I won't say it was really easy because his first like seven movies were some ass. Yeah, that's true. He gets cast into some really crappy. Yeah. Movies. Also, that like I feel like he wasn't casted as being like himself in the movies until um, Shooter Snatch. No, no, those are like two different movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fuck I was he in Shooter? Nah, it's like, no, he wasn't a shooter at all. It was, uh, hold on. I can IMDB it. Mm-hmm. No, but like, I, I totally see what you're talking about. Like, and I've actually, he's really grown into a really legitimate actor. Like, even his Fast, Fast and Furious movies were really good. For sure. His acting. I, I love him in the show Ballers, by the way, which is coming out really soon. Ballers? Uh, second Ballers, season, yeah, second, second season. season of Ballers. Yeah. It is one of the highest production shows I've ever seen. Well, it's on it's, HBO. What is it? Is it so basketball? it's an H- it's an HBO show where basically Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, acts as an agent for players in the NFL. Uh, I think it's also like other like players. It's mainly NFL, but it's oh, also like it other players too. Yeah, I think they're like trying to put basketball in it, but I might be completely wrong. Okay. Well, I, I know in the first season it was all NFL. It's players, all NFL, yeah. And it was really cool because it takes place in Miami. And so basically he's living like this Miami life, but he's also like trying to start his own company and trying to figure out whether he wants to separate. It's just a really cool, it's a really, really cool show and just well produced. I think they gave him the right role because he relishes that because he used to play football back in the day. 
And like, you know. Confession, I really liked The Rock in the game plan. No. I like the game plan too. The game plan touched me a little bit when I saw it, like as a kid. I like the Gridiron Gang. I was watching oh, it. Oh, Gridiron Gang was good. Uh, oh yeah, the movie's called Faster. Oh. It's called, like that movie's pretty fucking soggy. Like, I'm gonna spoil the movie, so if you haven't seen it, like you'll watch it and you'll be like, "What the fuck?" Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Yeah, we spoiler. Yeah, spoiler. Yeah, look, look. So this is the movie. I don't know if you guys ever saw it. If you no, saw I've never seen it. This looks terrible. It's so soggy it's him and billy bob thornton and basically like the end of the movie is he gets shot in the head gets up like nothing happened and the 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 plot twist is that he got shot in the head earlier in the movie and he has a plate in his head so when he gets shot in the head the second time the plate protects him get the hell out of here and i was like what the fuck is this like and i'm i'm leaving out a lot but like that's like the gist of the end of the movie and i was just like this is really soggy. Like, I don't understand. Oh, shout out to that Legend of Tarzan movie that's coming out. Shit so, looks crazy. I don't see commercials at all. I have adblock on my computer, and I don't have TV. So this is my first time seeing this. I didn't know they were making a Tarzan movie. How can you by the way, she's in a shit ton of movies now. By the way, the 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 woman that the woman they cast for this uh, for the uh, the role of Jane, um, she's in freaking this movie. She's in Suicide Squad. She was in um, Wolf of Wall Street. Margaret, uh, Margot Robbie? Yeah. She, oh, she's she like was in Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah. For she, real? She was the, uh, the Duchess of Cambridge or whatever. She was like, she was... Damn it, that bitch's breath! Yeah. Um, so, Nick Cannon went out oh, and yeah. said... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, yo, Nick Cannon. Nick, Nick Cannon. Cannon. Nick Cannon. Right now, shout out. I will challenge you for $100,000 that I don't have. I'll put up $1,000 right now to battle you, and I'll whoop your ass, I promise. All right, so this week, Nick Cannon comes out and says, he'll put up $100,000 to battle any battle rapper. Oh, my God. And he says that he's going to take his opponent's 100 Gs and use his opponent's 100 Gs to donate it to the uh, children, his children's, some children's hospital. Um but I haven't heard anything from you about the situation, Adam. What are what are your thoughts? I don't give a fuck about Nick Cannon. Yeah, yeah. true, for sure. Literally, yeah, literally my opinion. You've been, like, not relevant for, like, the past <laughs> two decades of my life. Agreed. Yeah, you know, I've seen, a, I've seen some recent, like, rap videos of his, like, some black and white videos. Not even rap. They were, like, poetry. He's doing, like, poetry videos, like, on YouTube and stuff. Right. His acapella videos. Is it good? Rhyming. Um... Not really. Uh, it's all right. Like it took you know. too long to say no, so that's how no, bad they are. No, it's nothing. I wouldn't watch it again or anything like that. I wouldn't put someone else onto it. I mean, it ain't bad or whatever. But like, nah. But where is this coming from? Okay, so he has what? He has a couple of seasons under his belt of wilding out. Okay, and, and even then, everybody else he like hired on that show was better than he was. Exactly. I'll say it again. Oh my exactly. god. I'll yeah. say it again. Things like, okay, so the people he hires on the show are battle rappers. I mean, he has conceded. Charlie Clips, you know, Arsenal and Hitman Hala. Like, these are DJ battle D-Rex. rappers. On, yeah, right? That's my dude. And, uh, and like, okay, and so what's his show? Like, you get what? 15 to 30 seconds to say a freestyle ride? That's not going to prepare you for three rounds two minutes plus on a stage in front of a live audience. Like, I feel like he's out of his In front league. of a live audience that's booing you out of the fucking exactly. building? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like, we've seen... Just, get, Ma- just get Mariah Carey there. Throw, throw all the shade. I don't know. 
if there are any capable mainstream rappers who can enter the battle arena and do well. I think Joel Ortiz can do well. I think Voice can do well, maybe. Uh, Vinny Paz. A couple of others, Eminem, maybe. But like, there really aren't a lot of people who can step into the ring today that, that can compete. So, who are some people who responded? Murder Mook responded to that. Disaster. So, disaster responded to Soros. Avoid Disaster. Lil Bow Wow responded to that. So if there's a Nick Cannon versus Lil Bow Wow battle, I'm no one's gonna take that. That's, that's what I said. That's a Nickelodeon special. That's not a battle that's at all. That's like though. some special one, Wilding Out or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think actually Bow Wow wasn't uh, Wilding Out or something. Yeah. Wasn't he though? Well, he, I think he was. I don't watch the show like that because I don't have TV, but probably sounds about right. It sounds like he would be if he wasn't already. <laughs> Bow Wow's not a, like, Bow I'm more interested in the Murder Mook-Drake battle, if that ever is going to happen, than Nick Cannon. I, there, there isn't an opponent you can put against Nick Cannon, except for, like, Eminem, that I'd be interested in, in seeing. You know what I mean? Wait, what? There's no opponent that you can put against Nick Cannon, except Eminem, that I'll probably be interested in seeing. Really? So Other than Eminem? No. Or Disaster? No. No, I'm not interested in seeing Disaster versus So you want to see Nick Cannon versus Eminem no, and just see no, Nick no. Cannon get beat on? No, I would see Nick Cannon versus Eminem. No, that's the only th- one he's seeing. Like, oh, I yeah, he would see. Okay, I got I'd you. See, I wouldn't see, like, Nick Cannon versus Disaster the source <laughs> or nobody else. I'm uh, surprised. Yeah. Surprised. I feel like that would be not worth it because, like, we all know that Eminem would beat the shit out of Nick Cannon. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, he would take the microphone. He would say, like... Fuck, and like Rick, Nick Cannon would run out of the building screaming. I don't know, man. Look, and look, Nick Cannon is talking all this shit, you know what I mean? Like, he's really confident in it. And you know what? It has Murder Mook specti- uh, skeptical as well. What Skep- does Murder Mook skeptical. know about anything right now, though? Murder Mook is a legend, though. Like, he... No, no, no. We had we had this conversation already. His legend status right now is debatable. Mm, I, I'd still put him in legendary category. But right? that's like your opinion, man. That's a lot of people's opinion. That doesn't mean that he has to have that opinion. Okay, but I'm just saying, like, it's, it's a pretty, <laughs> it's a pretty valid one. Uh, most of the, you know, most of the battle rap community opinion considers isn't. Murder Mook a legend. Okay, true. When you know. when has he like most recently battled though? He's been saying a lot about like battling potential people, but like. What's happened? Uh, yeah, but you know what? Like you can say that a lot about you can say that about Supernatural. You can say that about Eminem. Even when was the last time he battled? He's still a battle veteran. He's still yeah, but like veteran. you can understand that Eminem is like a, a beast with a pen. Okay, but yeah, so, that's different. I've never so, heard of Murder Mook producing a record. I don't think producing a record is a litmus test to how good of an MC you. But are. I'm yeah, saying that's that's a completely different comparison. Like know. you can't. I mean, you could be a great. You could be great at like battle rap and then make <sighs> shitty music and vice versa in fact that's very common you know what i mean but nah like you can say that you can say the same thing about supernatural so you can say the same thing about um busy b you know what i mean like it don't matter when was the last time you battled you were still a legend even if you haven't battled recently busy know? bone busy bone is not a battle okay rap. yeah but i feel like mook's been throwing himself into the pot recently but he hasn't been like showing up for it like you can't coast on your legend status for so long all the time without at least like getting out there and doing it like even freaking cannabis took that leap and got yeah, that's fucked true. over but like, at least he did it you know he that, did it, yeah. exactly and i would still consider like i don't consider a cannabis a legend by no means but i still think he's better than murder mook like you, you're like Murder Mook is coasting off of that last battle with Iron Solomon, which honestly wasn't that great. 
Like in my was it? Oh, his Murder last Mook. Battle? Hit the, I can't even remember. Murder Mook battled against um, Iron, Iron Solomon. Solomon? Yeah, back yeah. in way back in the day, we told you about that, right? Yeah, like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, we had yeah, this. Yeah. It was a really, it was a really yeah. bad battle for multiple reasons. Also, shut up. Meaning for Murder Mook, right? Man, right. No, Murder Iron Solomon got like destroyed, but Yo, for reasons we'll talk about. I'd put um, Murder Mook over other like so-called legends. I'd put him over like Loaded Lux. I'd put him over like fucking T Rex. You know what I mean? I'd put him over other people. But, like, I understand you. Yeah, like, like, I mean, I would too, and I agree with you on those things. But I'm just saying, like, you can't just be, like, here all the time in the modern contest. You showing up at battles, you're doing this. And, like, saying you're going to do something but not doing it. Like, you know, at that at this point, like, you know, a year plus he's been uh, he's been out here. That's what I'm saying. He's, no, he has not been, like, ducking anybody. He's not, like, there's nothing been, he... He hasn't really accepted. He hasn't accepted a battle with an opponent or a potential opponent. It hasn't reached him yet. I think he's being a little bit strategic. I think the way that okay, the way that Murder Mook approaches it compared to let's say Cassidy or even Nick Cannon, for example, the with the amount of money they're asking or demanding, being the reason why they're not battling. Is completely separate. Like, Fair Murder Mook is not Fair asking enough. for, like, fucking $50,000. He's just waiting for the right matchup. You know what I mean? Like, if the matchup makes sense. He's not being difficult to work with or any, based off... Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Like, I, I feel you. I feel you. I just feel like with all of this going on, like, a battle should have happened sooner. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's just... I don't know. Maybe he's in official retirement. But but that's another, <laughs> that's another conversation. Like, yeah, Legends can be Fair legends enough. can you know step into retirement and say hey I'm done with this I'm done with this arena, you know what I mean? That doesn't mean that they can't be legends anymore because they haven't battled or I know that maybe the last battle or two was like kind of not up to par to his name, not up to caliber, but you know I don't know. I feel you. I I I'd be more interested to see him wash Drake than Nick Cannon. I'm not. Like, I just want to know why mainstream rappers all of a sudden are like over here trying to like come into the underground scene and be like, oh, we can do it. Like Drake said something similar, didn't he? Yeah. Well, not only that, like, yeah, come to come to the battle arena. D- do that shit. I'm all for it. But don't exploit the fucking uh, the business. Don't exploit the industry. You know what I mean? Like the way that Filmon did it or Cassidy did it, where he just comes through for one battle, asks a ridiculous amount of paycheck. And then just, dip, you know what I mean? just take their paycheck and leave. Whereas we have people like, you know, Charlie Clips and Disaster and whoever, Pat Stay, who've been putting in work for years and years and years. And they're not getting 50 grand checks for one battle. But what, Cassidy can come through and do that shit? That's just disrespectful. That's just not allowed. Like, come to the arena. Just don't fuck up the business aspect of it. Don't try to do your own shit like Total Slaughter. Like Joe Buttons did it and then end up being like a total complete, you know, failure of an event. You know what I mean? Let Smack handle it. Let the leagues that have been doing this for so many years handle the business, handle the marketing, and they'll do it correct. You know what I mean? It won't be a blemish to the culture and they won't have to set that, set themselves back so they can't recoup from the money or whatever. You know what I mean? Because fucking, I don't know how much people lost money from Total Slaughter. People lost money from the film on shit. Like... You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, passion, you wanted to film on shit and it was fucking white. Yeah, that was passion, probably, that was probably the Pfizer. worst, the worst, like, ever thing put together for Battle Rap. Felt that Cassidy thing? Oh, man. We can talk about that for days, but... Yeah. yeah Nick Cannon is not, he's not touching nobody. He's not a threat to anyone. 
Let still be very think, entertaining to watch. You know what? A lot of these mainstream rappers should battle each other. Or, in fact, they should not even be getting big names. They should come to the GZ battles, the Ground Zero battle. They should start from the bottom and work themselves up. Mm. That's my opinion. But they got a but lot to lose. But that's not feasible, they've, yeah. But they've also they have, got they a, have lot a lot to lose. to lose to it. Yeah, and that's why they're not going to end up, you know, doing lots of battles. But, I mean, they also don't need to do it. Like, what do they have to prove? Like, what does Eminem have to prove? The reason why... Okay, so Eminem... Is it a nominee? Raps, and, I'm, and, 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 and I'm saying... And, I'm, and, I'll, and I'll agree with you in that... Yeah, he hasn't battled in a long time. I'll give you that right away. And it's a completely different style of like what he does. I'll give you that right now. Like, and I mean, we saw the Rap Olympics. Like, he lost the Rap Olympics. He didn't win. Yeah. So, but, but Eminem battles for respect. I mean, he raps for respect. Yeah. He wants the respect of for other sure. people. So, what reason would he have for his respect? I because mean, that's the only reason he does it. He is already one of the most respected, if not the most respected MC in okay. hip-hop. So then okay. why, the, what other thing does he need? Like, are you saying that he should also prove himself in another No, I'm not saying that. Like, he can chill. He can be where he's at. He doesn't need to step in the ring. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah that's all chill. I'm saying. Like, I think I think it would be interesting to see. I would, I would watch. I would pay $50 to see Drake versus Eminem in a battle. That, that, that matchup don't even make sense. Why? Why would Drake battle him? Why not? You're talking about big celebrities just doing it. Why not? I think because they're not in the same league. Like Drake is not Drake is not a rapper. He's not a lyricist. He doesn't claim to be. But he's but he's already said he would battle somebody like in the underground arena. He's not in their league either. So why is that so far of a stretch? Because first of all, I feel that Eminem is just like an outlier. He's not even in the equation right now in this conversation because I put him in the equation. Okay, but like what I'm saying is I'm talking about celebrities who are talking about coming in coming in. Eminem is not. So like maybe for a different conversation I'll entertain the idea, but I think a, a matchup like Nick Cannon versus Drake makes more sense than Drake versus Eminem. You know what I mean? Because Nick Cannon and Drake are in the same kind of category as rappers, I believe. I would put them in the same category. They're not like, you know, about crazy lyricism. They're not conscious rappers, really. They're not anything. They're just mainstream, and they're kind of doing their own thing, making music. Nick Cannon That's and why, Drake? Yeah, Nick Cannon and Drake. So would you want to see Drake battle Nick Cannon? I would rather see that than, like, something that doesn't make sense, you know what I mean? Like, that matchup makes sense to me than Drake versus Eminem. Who Yo, you know what I want to see? I want to see Method Man come back. <laughs> I want to come, see, come back from what? Come back, records? Yeah. yeah. I want to see, 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 I I want to see Method Man come back and be a battle rapper. I, I'm, I'm up for it a lot. Like, yeah, man. More The more mainstream MCs I want to battle, I'm for it, man. We saw Fredro Star versus... Uh, who was it? Um, Fredro versus... Uh, John Cena. I forgot who, but they, they, you know, they battled... Um, two mainstream rappers that didn't go too well. So far, there hasn't been really a, a really good mainstream uh, rapper to make a really good performance in battle rap yet. We have yet to see that. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not optimistic about any potential like matchups. I don't think the Drake and Mook battle is ever going to happen. Don't think Eminem's ever going to come back. Um... And I, I honestly, the Nick Cannon battle is probably not going to happen either. I think he's probably just talk. It's all talk. Yeah, it's, it's all ever. I don't even know that. I didn't even think he had a hundred k just lying around. He doesn't. You know what I mean? Like, where did he get a hundred thousand dollars from? Yes, Mariah. 
It was, in the, so it was part of the divorce. He has divorce. He's getting paid out. 100K just to bet on a battle rap. So what do you guys do? Uh, yeah. I guess we wind it down. It's probably it for today. I think, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Next week, uh, tune in next week, and we'll get some stuff straightened out. I think it's going to be Faisal's episode next week. He'll come correct. Um, yeah. And the week after that, you will be blessed with the knowledge of professional wrestling. True. So stay tuned. True. Thank you for listening to the Obvious Podcast. Peace out, y'all. Peace out. Happy Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day.